airing the Addisons. Let me say this, as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we've got to be careful and make sure that in everything, man, we are trying to get as close to what the word says as possible. And we got to understand that with that type of wickedness, man, you know, God does not wink at that. There's judgment. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. And you don't have shades of truth. You have truth or you have error. You have fact or you have fiction. And now we go into the thick of it. Uh oh. Uh oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, we have made it, all of us. <laughs> all, all three of us. All three of us. We, all three of us. We've all, we've, look, we're too close to this audience here. We, we all, we've all made it to our Friday. We had hoped, maybe. <laughs> well. Look, I'm, I'm tired, y'all. All right. Um, Lord knows but, uh, I'm tired. We're still... We're still here. Everybody, <laughs> all three of us are still here as we were yesterday and the day before that and the past 12 months. No, I'm kidding. It's not been that long. People are like, well, hold on a second. That should be in the medical books. It's not, but it just, you get to, you get to the end and you're just like, come on, Lord. You know, Lord, right? Hey, you you remember, you know? Um. Anyways, it's Friday yes. and um. We had hoped not to be here with you today. Um, <laughs> that's friendship, right? That's what, That's when you're just really close friends. You could say, as much as we love you, we had hoped that we'd have some other things that we were dealing with. And uh, and that's not the case. So welcome to your Friday. Welcome to our Friday. Welcome to our son's Friday, whenever he decides. I mean, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't have it. I don't have it in hey, the bank. The Lord I don't even sovereign. know. I, I, professionalism has gone out the window. Sovereign. Right? He's sovereign over this. So, yes, no, yeah. it's true. I, I, I'm, I'm joking. I, yeah, really, that is yeah. hopefully for your amusement. But, um, <laughs> uh, anyways, many of our listeners know that we are awaiting baby number six, and um, you know, we have decided, uh, based on how we feel the Lord is leading, that you know, He'll just arrive when, when it's His time. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Lord has an appointed date set, um, <laughs> which goes against you know modern technology, right? right. Where you can say. You can Christmas Eve your baby whenever you want. Yeah, you can make, you know, we can make it happen. <laughs> you can, you know, we open <laughs> gifts on Christmas Eve. It doesn't matter, you know. Um, but uh, no, we just don't feel like that's what the Lord wants us to do. And so, but it's just you have to be patient. You have to wait. It's unpredictable. And then you get the wonderful blessed question that even comes from Will the Great uh, checking in period. Anything? <laughs> no, there's not. I mean, I would tell you, like, there's nothing. All right. Like, hey. I mean, you know, he's comfortable. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, how do you draft up an eviction notice for a kid? I don't know. How, how do you even, <laughs> can they read it? Like, do they know? Can they, do they have a sense that it's time? Like, I mean, you know, you like them, but well, you know. People say they're, you, they're, you, you run around and, and all that stuff. That's in the no, that exercise was a complete waste of time. <laughs> that <laughs> getting around, the heart rate up, that getting your blood flowing. You know, that's a complete waste of time. I tried it once and nothing <laughs> happened. I'm not doing it again. Somebody said, hey, you need to go walk. You got some hills in your neighborhood. And and me just thinking, okay, well, let's do that. Like and me, then nothing you can't happened. Just do it once. You know, one time I give you one <laughs> shot. You got one shot to get me out walking hills at twelve months pregnant, and then that's it. <laughs> and that's months. it. And if nothing happens, <laughs> we went. <laughs> I'm looking back on that exercise as I, a complete waste of time. I can hear time. people screaming at the radio. Castor oil, uh, <laughs> pineapples, all, all the home ready, <laughs> home remedies, right? All the home remedies. Yeah, no, I've gotten a few messages of people offering. <laughs> 
Hey, it probably worked, man. That stuff worked. You know? I love I love our brother uh, last night at prayer who said, I just want to congratulate Will on uh, being the first man to go 10 months waiting for his wife to deliver a baby. <laughs> I don't know. JD asked me today, when has been the longest time that a woman has carried a child? I said, you know, that is a great trivia question. And man, I, don't I don't know. I don't even want to know the answer to that. Yeah, I mean, I think it would just discourage us. I'm I like, think we just have to That's not, possible? What? You know, <laughs> no. this is why I think doctors would say to me, I think most doctors would say to me, including our own, uh, they're estimated due dates. We mm-hmm. don't know. Right. You know, you can't, you can't, Unless you just will elect when you're going to have the baby. And, and some people do, and that's fine. We just decided um, that we wouldn't do that. And and so, um, anyways, J.D., who, I don't know, he's become disgruntled. <laughs> have you noticed that about him? <laughs> well, the 10-year-old? I, I mean, mean, he he is disgruntled. He said to me the other day, and I, I mean, I... What did he say? I almost threw one of my candy pumpkins at him because... Wait, that would have been a waste, huh? Well, yeah, so nah, you know I think we're going to do that. You should have threw it. No, I wasn't. I guess not. <laughs> you should have done it. I mean, oh, we're not gonna. We're not gonna waste that orange gold. Uh, um, uh. No. Anyways, he said. He said, I don't think you want to have him. I said, What? <laughs> wow, kid. <laughs> he like said, you're no, in I control. Think, yeah. He like exactly. <laughs> so what do you? You don't. You know. And and it's one of those moments where. Um, <laughs> I don't think you I'll, I'll just share this, and then we'll open the phone. It's just Friday. Funny. It's our gumbo show. We do a lighter show on Friday. Try to laugh and and share a little bit more. Take more of your calls here. Um, but I'll, I'll just tell you, this is kind of a peek behind the, the curtain here with with the Addisons, um, you know, dealing with humanity. Uh, your son, J.D., who said to me, uh, I want to say yesterday, he said to me, I don't think you want to have them. And I said, what do you mean by that? And he said, well, I just don't understand everybody else is getting to have their babies and we can't have ours. We have several people in our church <laughs> who've had babies recently. And I'm like, son, this is not. It's not like an ice cream truck. You understand what I mean? You don't just, everybody gets to go and place their order. Right, and so then right. you just place your order. So anyways, but a couple of days before that, he followed me uh, from the living room into our bedroom. I didn't tell you this. He followed me and he says, mom, I know what you can do um, to speed up the delivery of this baby. And I said, son, let me just tell you. I said, I'm not listening to you. And he said, no. And he kept talking. He didn't. He, he was just he like, did. right. That's his, that's, <laughs> that's his personality. He just keeps he's got his point that he's going to make, you know. And he said, no, mom, I'm telling you, it's going to work. I'm telling you. And I said, unless you have behind your name some sort of distinction like OB, GYN, even I'll take a doula midway. Any, and, and let me just tell you, this is what I'm working with. He goes, what are all those things? <laughs> you see, boy? This is why I'm not, but exactly. I, I, I'm ignoring him on purpose. And I turn around because I see movement in the corner of my eye mm-hmm. and he is doing squats and lunges and jumping jacks. <laughs> and he's like, mom, any of these things? <laughs> oh man. That's when you're like, Lord, thank you for saving me. <laughs> you know, because oh, again, at 12 months pregnant, I'll, I'll just keep in, uh, increasing the months as we months. talk about it. 13 on, months man. pregnant. Um, to to be looking and saying, you know, if you can just, you know what I mean? His little 10 year old body, you know, just, just <laughs> getting some air Aww. between himself and the floor. I'm like, son, you know, anyways, um, <laughs> well, all of that to say, we're still here. Everybody's still here. Present. So I wish, you know, go ahead. I say present. We're here. Present. Every- <laughs> remember school. Remember school. <laughs> Everybody's checking off the present. boxes. <laughs> Oh, boy, just a little eviction notice. I don't know how you do that. Anyways, um, it's the Friday edition of Aaron the Addison's. Yes. It's our gumbo show. 
which means um, we do a little bit of a lighter show, but we also recap. Right. right? And um, I will remind our listeners of what we talked about this week. And then I'll give you the number because Sherry B., who's also still here waiting. I mean, everybody. <laughs> She's like, I could every, be home right now. Everybody Y'all. involved. <laughs> everybody involved is waiting. Oh, man. They're like, any word, any word. Um, which puts, you know, <laughs> more pressure on me than obviously the kid. He doesn't no, care. No, no, no pressure on you. It's not. No, I mean. I mean, look, <laughs> what can you do? I mean, come the on. The kid, the kid I guess you like, go walking look. up the hill. Oh. Okay, say that one more time. <laughs> Between, between you saying, and JD, y'all are going to sleep on that hill. I'm not walking. <laughs> that exercise was fruitless. <laughs> One time. I know there are some there are some fitness fanatics like yourself, <laughs> Will the Great, who hear what I'm saying. And they want to laugh with me, but they just can't help but be concerned about my heart. They're like, but no, exercise is good, Mika. <laughs> it's a joke, people. Like, it's a joke. I, I do believe in exercise and fitness. Yes. And, and um, Just not in nine months. Bands. And, um, anyways. And, and pumpkins. And <laughs> I believe I believe in fitness and heart health and pumpkins. Pure sugar My in the shape goodness. of little pumpkins. I would never eat a spoon of sugar. But you shape it into a pumpkin and put a little green top on it. Oh man, there's something different about it. Um here's the number. You can talk to us about whatever you want to talk about. Uh, I'll give a recap here. But a lot of times what I find, uh, and Will the Great, you can tell me if you've noticed this as well, mm-hmm. uh, people just have pressing questions that they've wanted to ask all week long and we're not able to get through. Yeah. And so you already know what you want to talk to us about. And so the phone lines are open. Um, 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. It was really cool today <laughs> that my sister text messaged you. Yeah. She's like, I can't risk it. I can't risk asking Miki directly. Let me check with Will. Yeah, she like, says she didn't want to be a bother, you know. That was sweet. Yeah, that was so sweet. That was nice. it's, it's not a bother. I, you know, my jokes are just, they're going to keep coming no matter what, you know. <laughs> I I can't take myself too seriously here. Anyway, we'll get the phone lines queued up. Just a reminder, Monday we started off the week asking the question, does what we believe about gender have gospel implications? Mm. Um, information out, one in five evangelicals reject the Bible's teaching on gender. So we had a little conversation about that on Monday. Then on Tuesday, we talked parental discipleship of children. And um, yeah. that is something that we will continue to revisit yeah. and talk about. In fact, I, I want to just say we've got a listener, sister, who sent us an email. And I got your email early this morning. I think Will the Great forwarded that mm-hmm. email to me. I will respond to you. I just want to let you know um, so that you don't feel ignored. And there's another email that's that I need to respond to. requires a little more research on my part. Just know. That when your emails require more research, it's going to take longer for me to get back to you. Mm-hmm. So just to say that. Um, then on Wednesday, we we talked about Christians belonging to Christ. Nobody owns us. Mm. Nobody owns us. There There is no other identity or political affiliation that owns us and, and gets to tell us what to do and how to think. The word of God is our highest authority. Amen. And we are owned by Christ. Um, and then yesterday, we asked the question, is culture changing our mind mm. and heart? And so this is yeah. a conversation about partiality and uh, justice and how, you know, people's sentiments are changing in the midst of what is happening in this country. And um, and man, we really yeah. kind of just only scratched the surface. Go ahead. I was going to say yesterday's show in particular, I think, was a was one that might have been therapeutic. You know, it was like, yeah. you know, I do have these feelings, you know, because you were talking about was it a, a, a boner? Yeah, Barna Research. Okay, Barna. That's Barna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and the research that was done that that you know, people who were just kind of like throwing up their hands, like white um, 
Did they say evangelicals? Did they say? They, uh, the, the article describes um, white self-identified Christians okay. in the United States. As yeah. being kind of tired of what's going on, you know? Yeah. And then on the other side, you had, you know. Black mo- self-identified Christians yeah. saying that, yeah, nope, we like, have a race We problem. see it more. Like, you know, yeah. so this whole thing. And I had, you know, a text from a brother who was like, man, that's me. You know, I feel like, yeah. you know, man, yeah. I, I'm in that category. And it's like, I know that's a, a big deal. And so I think bringing that up yesterday was, was good. And being able uh, for people to, to kind of share their feelings about that and us talk about it um, was good. So if you have a question about that or a statement about that, we'd love to hear that as well. Absolutely. The number is 888-589-8840, 888 888- Five eight nine eight eight four zero. Sherry B will get your calls queued up, and um, and we'll get through as many of these as we can. Let's try to squeeze in one just before the break here. Will the great? Where do we go first? All right, let's go to Angela in Virginia. Hi, Angela. Hello. Thank you for having me on. Oh, no problem. Sure. Yeah, I just want you to know that um, months before any of our current pendulum shift in our culture that we've just been seeing happening so quickly. Mm-hmm. I heard one of, it was one of the first times I had listened to you actually, and, and you did a teaching on uh, critical race theory and intersectionality in the church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time that I had heard those terms. And I was just enthralled by the teaching. I actually downloaded the podcast. And as, as I listened and learned, and I thought, this is really interesting I had no idea the impact that it would have Mm. months later in seeing, you know, all these things happen, the perspective that it would give me, the reminder of how important it is to look at our situations through Christ's eyes. But Mm. I tell you what, if if it impacted me, it impacted so many. And Mm. I just wonder if on that day, sometimes I listen to it and I go back and I think, on that day, if she would have known what was coming, Mm. (laughs) (laughs) could you have even in a moment thought of how the Lord was using you to prepare us for what he knew was coming. You know, this wasn't a surprise Mm. to him. So I'll also say, in yesterday's show, was so good. And all I could really think of in this whole thing, in this whole perspective, is for me, there has just been a sadness that we as a church have not done a good enough job of teaching our brothers and sisters and reminding ourselves who we are in Christ. And if our, indeni- our identity is, the, the enemy is so able to take our identity and shrink it into something so tight and yeah. confining, whether it's our gender or um, our lifestyle choices, or, and just say that's who mm-hmm. you are. Yeah. Mm. Th- Angela, thank, you, thank Angela. you so much. I appreciate your comments more than I can say. We'll grab this break and we'll be right back. Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. I believe God sent his saints around the world to tell the people about his name. That his son was slain so that we could be forgiven. There's eternal life for believing and repenting. With that in mind, I'm called to go. With that in mind, I'm called to go. Welcome back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. It is the Friday edition. We do a little bit of a lighter show. Take more of your calls, which is great for us. We get to hear from you. Thank you so much, Angela, for your call just before the break. Um, I just wanted to add really quickly here. Um, we really do believe that the Spirit of God leads God's people, right? Amen. That we are not just out feeling around in the dark. And so to the point that you were making about 
the research and the presentation on critical race theory, mm -hmm. that was something that down the line, well, back, okay, uh, several months, I guess, maybe even a year, I don't know how long it's been, that we started having the discussion about uh, what we saw as an attack on the church. We, we actually saw the cannons being rolled out and the positions being taken. And we prayed about that. And it was Will the Great who said, man, you know, Miki, I think you need to push and, and, you know, dive deeply into this and do the research. And I did. And our family has to carve out space for that because there's a lot of research that goes in that you, you have to train yourself to process the information that is being presented because remember critical race theory was initially a legal framework. Okay. It was mm -hmm. originally a legal framework. Mm -hmm. So as I'm reading these original documents, I'm trying to understand the context or, or maybe some of the breaches where this is, you know, made its way out into the larger culture, larger context. So anyway, my point is this. Um, I believe that the Lord led us to expose this, to do the research so that the church would not be left Amen. off guard. Amen. Amen. He gives us, you know, in the body of Christ, the Lord has given us members of the body of Christ who have a role to play. And may we all be faithful and what that role is. So anyway, yeah. uh, welcome back to Aaron the Addisons. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And that was Tone Spain with Go Outside. And I want to say um, we also were a part of a conference called The Gospel is Enough. Yes. That talked all about th these topics, uh, uh, yes. critical race theory, uh, intersectionality, you know, white privilege, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, if you look, if you Google it, I'm sure you can find the audio there. It's The Gospel is Enough. And it was uh, Abraham Hamilton, Miki, uh uh, Virgil Reverend, Walker. Yeah, Virgil Walker, mm -hmm. uh, Reverend uh, Lee Brand, a, a bunch mm -hmm. of different speakers that talked about these topics. It was really, really good. Yes, that was a wonderful um, opportunity that we had uh, in the uh, Memphis area. Yeah. To be part of that. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, the great yes. uh, Sherry B is over in Studio CC. As I understand, we've got a bunch of calls queued up. 888-589-8840. Yeah. Where should we go next? Well, before we go there, uh, the, uh -huh. Julia in, uh, in our turban said people always give those get that baby remedies, uh, castor oil, walking and eat spaghetti. I tried what? them all and both of my boys were two weeks past their due date. Oh, uh, yeah. I rebuke that. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks <laughs> this is what it's i rebuke I, I, that's been revealed two. to you by flesh and blood <laughs> that is not that's not divine revelation julia i don't know two what you're talking about weeks. two weeks past your estimated due date yeah then they were wrong the estimated due date <laughs> the was wrong at wrong. that point you don't even don't don't even refer to the estimated due date <laughs> just two weeks that's two not weeks. they weren't even ballpark <laughs> Now, Julia, why would you want to upset me on a Friday? We're having a good day, Julia, until you had to come with those, both of your boys two weeks past the due date. Yeah. Uh, okay, we can go to the next caller now. I don't know if I'm ready. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Where do we go, Will the Great? Let's go to Cindy in Texas. Hi, Cindy. Hi. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Well, I want to start out just saying I love both of y'all. I so appreciate everything mm -hmm. you do, everything you. you stand for. I mean, 100%. Um, you are my brother and sister in Christ, and I am God so bless grateful you. Amen. For Thank that. you. Um, yesterday, I, I don't always get to hear your show so much. Um, I miss out. But yesterday, when you were talking about the, um, you know, white versus the darker melanin people, the lighter mm -hmm. and the versus the darker melanin people, you know how they feel um, about the whole racism thing. Mm -hmm. And from my perspective, I'm of the lighter melanin, um, mm -hmm. and when 
when the press has to come out, like when we start out with, let's say, Jesse Smollett mm. faking an attack yeah. and the um, colleges having these things where people have written KKK or different things, you know, destructive things that mm-hmm. that turn out it's, it's not, it's you know, a racism thing. Mm-hmm. It's just staged. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we have these police officers that are committing crimes and, you know, and being evil, but mm-hmm. they turn it into a race issue. It just, hmm. to me, makes it look like, well, we're trying to drum this up, you know, mm-hmm. to make it appear that there's more of a problem. I don't know if it's worse. I think they're making it worse, mm-hmm. you know, than, than what maybe where we had come from. But yeah. that's, I think that's my viewpoint, and it makes me so very sad. Yeah. Yeah. Cindy, thank you so much for your call. You know, Will, I think this is uh, very similar to what you said yesterday when we were Mm -hmm. talking about this article. You may have said it off air between the breaks, but your question was, you know, how much of our perceptions and our feelings on Mm -hmm. these issues would be different if we didn't have the media blast that I that, you know, I think think really totally different. Yeah, I think they feed a lot of what. Uh, the mentality is, you know, and so I think mm-hmm. if there was like a, a time, a period of time where it was no media, no social media, man, mm-hmm. I think people's thinking about uh, these topics would be different. I just really believe so. You know, yeah. I, now I'm not saying that there would be no more sinful attitudes and all that, there, right. you know, but I think a lot of this is stirred up by by media. You got to really um, in this season, in this time, we got to really guard our hearts, man. This this stuff is is so seductive and alluring. You know, I've seen so many people that I've known that I've known in the past, you know, mm-hmm. I've gotten gotten to know they are submitting to like uh, uh, cult type stuff now. Oh, like, my you know, goodness. because of like black Hebrew Israelites, you know, yeah. identifying with just yep. the blackness. And it's 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 because of what's been going on. Like they've been mm-hmm. pushed to that you know they weren't on that before you know right. it's like man this stuff is destructive you know it's like i need i need a religious vantage point that exalts my skin color mm-hmm. that makes my skin color preeminent i i need a position that takes into account what i value most mm-hmm. and we have to remember that in christianity what or to say it uh, more accurately who we value most is Christ, right? Amen. He is preeminent. Like Amen. he is the one who is worthy of our attention and our affection that he gets top billing yes. in all of our circles. And, and Will, man, you said this, you, it kind of became a coined phrase in our, in our circles and, and on, when we were doing the morning show. But when we make less of Christ, we make much of everything else. Right. When you make less of Christ... You will make much of everything else. And what we see happening in the culture today is Christ made less of and everything else made more of. And right. and there's no way that you come back from that until you flip it, mm. until you flip it. So mm. anyway, Cindy, thank you so much thank for you, your Cindy. comments. We appreciate that. Where do we go next, Will the Great? All right, let's go to uh, Billy in Arkansas. Hi, Billy. How you doing today? I was listening to you as I was traveling across Arkansas, mm-hmm. and I agree with everything you're saying. Mm-hmm. And for you. the lady there with the pregnancy, mm-hmm. I looked it up, and it's 17 months, this China girl uh-uh. carried for 17 months. <laughs> oh, no. Billy, you did not need to look. He said, have fun. <laughs> Thank you, Billy. You- <laughs> Billy, he said to have fun. Uh, Billy, oh. you did not need to look that up. I don't know why you thought months. that would be an investment. Man. 
of your time, she Billy. Was human? Man. <laughs> wow. It's like, what do, you, what do you think we're talking about? A giraffe? There's <laughs> a giraffe in China. No, we're talking about humans, Billy. Man. We're talking about 17 months. Yikes. Okay then. I I don't know. I don't know, Billy. I'm gonna check it myself. <laughs> somebody else can can please somebody please somebody. Man, how big was fact that baby? Check Billy. Ooh. Good grief. You know, <laughs> <laughs> fact check Billy. All right, <sighs> brother. Wow. Look, I believe that you drive across Arkansas. I believe that you're a brother. <laughs> and this may just be selective belief, but I don't believe what you just said. <laughs> Seventeen, 17 months. months. That's a huge baby. The babies. I mean, man, I. All right, Man, okay. go to the next. All right, um, let's go to, <laughs> to Donna in Ohio. Hi, Donna. Hi. Um, first of all, I just want to say how much I also appreciate you guys, especially Nikki. I feel like you and I are a lot alike. I have a very direct and bold personality, mm. <laughs> which I have prayed for God to take away from me because I felt like it's got me in trouble. Um, but I just, <laughs> I tell it like it is. You know, yeah. I always tell everybody, I said, look, don't ask my opinion if you don't want the truth, because that's all you're going to get from me. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like you are always on point, and you're exactly the same, and I appreciate it so, so much. Oh, God bless you. But I was going to tell you about my birth experience with my Uh-oh. first child. I was three. Donna, wait, hold on, hold on, just a second. Hold on, hold on. Donna, just a second. Sister. Yeah. We've already connected. We understand that we're of like mind and personality. And, and, and okay, and that's great. We have a good thing going here. All right. Yeah. I just don't yeah. want us to mess up our great friendship right now with any stories. It's about to be messed up. Uh oh. Oh, Lord. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Oh, my goodness. All right, Donna, go All ahead. Go I'm ahead. ready. Sorry. So, three weeks overdue. First baby. Um, so, I'm planning a home birth. Okay. Mm. I've been doing the whole thing with a midwife the whole time, <laughs> taking immaculate care of myself. I mean, I had a checklist every day of everything I had to eat, you know, like immaculately caring for myself. And this wow. baby. So I, at three weeks, everybody's like, oh, this is bad. This is bad. This is bad. So I take the castor oil. I did it. I didn't want to, but I did it. And it was a, let's just say, a night of misery. Ooh. Oh. And then. The next day, I did go into labor, but then I couldn't progress, and so for three days, what I was in labor at home. Nah. <laughs> Donna, it was nice talking with you. No. Donna, <laughs> no, Donna, no. Was, no. We, we gotta go. Oh, I think. I think you're driving through a tunnel on a bumpy road. Oh. It was <laughs> unbelievable. Donna, Man. I think you're going. Are you driving? Are you driving? I think you're yeah. in the tunnel. You're cutting out. <laughs> I heard three days and late. Listen, listen. Okay, go ahead. Yes. This whole entire thing was a testimony that led to my son's birth, okay. where I was also, uh, and she was 10 pounds, 12 ounces. I mean, I'm sorry, 10, 6. Oh, Donna. Okay. <laughs> Man. <laughs> So with my second child, um, he was big, big, big. I did go to the doctor that time. Donna, this is not that kind of show, Donna. Donna, listen to me, sister. This is not. I feel like this is. You, you've turned this into a Discovery Channel type. I don't. I don't have a point of reference oh, for anything that you're man. saying. Anything from the pounds of your beautiful children. Important. Okay. Okay. All right. This is very, very important because the next part is the most important part. Okay. 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 I was arguing with my doctor about 
scheduling through sex and arguing, arguing, arguing with him because, of course, I wanted to have a natural birth, okay? So mm-hmm. my, I went to church, and my pastor said, I have a word from the Lord for somebody here. Mm. And <laughs> they're arguing. You are arguing with an authority figure in your life, and I want you to stop now and do what they say. That is the word from the Lord. So the next day I called my doctor. Monday morning I said, schedule the C-section. He said, what happened? And I told him what happened. And do you know that when they started, as soon as they got started, they said, oh, my gosh. And I said, what? That's not what you want to hear. You know, right. he's still awake. And they said the cord is wrapped around his neck three times. Whoa. If he would have went into labor and he would have moved down the birth canal at all, he would have died. Oh, Whoa. wow. So that is oh, my personal testimony, my miracle of my second child. Wow. Oh, glory to God. Oh, Donna, Man, thank you, I'm, thank you, wow. thank you for that. Thank you Man. for that. That's, wow. I, I'm sure oh, that we goodness. have so many listeners who have had those experiences where the Lord intervenes and, and you know it's the Lord, right? Like the Lord steps in. Wow. That's amazing. Not once, but three times. Cord around the baby's neck. Wow, glory to God. Donna, thank you for wow. that. I know I gave you a hard time and um, you're like me, so you understand us. But... Uh, <laughs> That just, uh, wow, thank you for Dang. squeezing that in. Okay. Well, the great, where do we go? Where? Let's go to uh, Rosalind oh in uh, Florida. Yes. Hello. Hello. Okay, so I'm here to redeem the truck driver. It wasn't 17 months. It was 12 months, and her name is Nora Lamb, the movie Channel Cry, which is a true story. So you can let your son see that it's a good movie for you and your family. Okay, so so you say the longest pregnancy, longest gestation for a human, mm-hmm. Billy, a human. <laughs> that's what now, that's Billy what happens. Seventeen, I said right. twelve, twelve months. And when you said twelve long. months, I laughed when I, when you said that earlier in the show mm-hmm. when you was talking. You said twelve months. I'm like I laughed because she was in China and um, Red China. They took over Japan. And she was at, on the firing squad. They were shooting at her. She did not oh, die. Goodness. And the Lord told her, you will not have your baby in red China. Hmm. She walked across the desert or wherever they were and to meet with her husband. And then she had the baby after she wow. was asleep. Wow. So it's a true story. It's called China's Cry. And wow. her name is Nora China cry mm-hmm. okay and her name was nora lamb l-a-m wow wow thank wow. you thank so you. much for that Rosalind. i i mm. i appreciate it let me let me also just say <clears throat> you know i'm in america and so <laughs> you know um thank you you don't have to I, walk across the uh... nope I don't know, uh, uh, but thank you. Thank you so much. I will look, look into that. That is very, very interesting. Um, this is not how I envision our Friday going. I just want to say that to everybody. Wow. Um, this is gumbo. I mean, hey. It is the gumbo show. Whatever ca- that is so true. Yeah, I mean, hey. That is so true. I just get a picture of Billy. Billy's like, yeah, this is going to get him right here. 17. It's 17 months, Mika. Well, 17 months. Y'all have fun. No, that's not... <laughs> Oh, Rosalind, man. thank you so much wow. for calling with better numbers. Still numbers, <laughs> I rebuke. I don't. I'm sorry. I just. I can't. I don't mean to be oversaved, but uh, I just don't <clears throat> receive that. <laughs> don't receive that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I don't goodness! Receive it. Wow. Um, okay. Then. And Donna, thank you for the way your story ended up. Um, 
Man. The way it started out, though, it was not encouraging. (laughs) We'll grab the break. Uh, It's the Friday edition. The phone lines are open, (laughs) but don't call. I don't have any more space. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back. Okay, welcome back. welcome back to Aaron the Addisons on American Family Radio. I don't know what's wrong with you people. Man. All right. I just wanna I, I I'm gonna say that with all the love and endearment that I can muster here. I don't know what's wrong with you people, but it looks like our brother Billy in Arkansas was, was right. right about the seventeen month long pregnancy. All right. And uh this woman was also uh from China's <laughs> uh Hunan province. And in fact, in China, she did. In China. She, she did go <laughs> 17 months China. in her pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you're crazy. <laughs> all right. Um, look, that's all I'm going to say about that. 17 months. Yikes. That's, okay. That's right. it. I'm going to rejoice. I'm thinking. I was thinking during the break about Donna's testimony. There, I was. Man, that's man, just whoa. That you know. Powerful. Wow. Um, praise the Lord. Uh, so I'm gonna. You know, whatever is good, whatever is pure, whatever is noble. Um, if there is anything <laughs> that's a good report, uh, and in the words of Joe Biden, you know the thing. I'm, the thing. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. That's totally no, Man. guys. Sorry, because that's not. It's not the same. All right, I'm sorry. Look. I'm sorry, Joe. <laughs> Joe. All right, uh, let's go. And then, and then, hold on a second. You think I'm really sorry about like? Okay, go to ne- next call. As I feel like I could apologize to Joe, and he'd be like, "What?" Right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyways. All right. Where let's, we go next? let's go to John in Texas. Hi, John. Hey guys, how y'all today? Good, good. God bless you. Good. I just wanted to tell y'all so much how much I love you, how much I appreciate you. Thank you two are absolutely a gift from God. Oh, praise God. To this entire country, to every person that hears you every afternoon. And Aww. I just want to thank you for doing that. And to my sweet, dear brother in Christ, Will, mm-hmm. Will the Great, I want to tell you, you hang in there, man. <laughs> Pregnancy <laughs> is a hard time for us guys, and you're going to make it through. <laughs> you're right, brother. You're, you're right. <laughs> you're you're going to make it through, brother. Thanks for that encouragement. you, Will. Thank you. Um, <laughs> The Lord gives us up and equips us to mm. take care of this stuff. And Amen. You hang in there, brother. I'm with you. <laughs> I will not sit here and listen to this man encouragement. Oh, this man encouragement. <laughs> That's what I'm just. This is man encouragement. I need it. You. Thank you. Thank you, brother John. John, I God was with you. you both. I love you both so much. Thank, thank you. So much. God bless thank you, you, brother. Thank you for calling in to encourage Will. It's been so hard on him. <laughs> 
these hey. past 21 months. I mean, just, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, and, and I'm joking, Will the Great. Yeah, like, you well, truly, well, I, well, I, I could brag on you, but, you know, John yeah. has done a fair enough job of man, <laughs> man encouraging you, you to you, continue John. the course. Um, anyways, <laughs> John, thank you so much. Where do we go next, Will the Great? All right, let's go to uh, Carolyn in Louisiana. Hi, Carolyn. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. Well, you know, I I was going to call and have something to say about your overdue pregnancy, but I don't know if I should or not. You oh, sound oh. so depressed. <laughs> <laughs> Might, Carolyn, as well. like, Might as well let pile me, it on. Me, no, you may as well not pile it on. Wow. See, that's... No, don't don't listen to him. He and John are having a meeting after the show to encourage one another. Um, listen, no, Carolyn, let me just help here. I, I would not want to derail your comments here. Um, but I will say this, you know, just be led by the Lord, you know, you know, just say, Amen. well, I was until I listened to all those other people call in and you were, you know, just so upset about everything they said. And I thought, well, you know, our overdue pregnancy, <laughs> because it's another tale of an overdue pregnancy. And I'm going, oh, oh well, maybe not. <laughs> So you know what it's like? It's like if you show up to the party, Carolyn, and two people both brought like potato salad, you know, you take yours and put it in the fridge and just say, well, we'll just wait. We won't put them both out right now. You know? Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. Are we going to hit a story or what? No, I think Carolyn's going to put hers in the fridge. <laughs> Okay, okay, that's that's all right with you, Carolyn. You don't. It wasn't my overdue pregnancy; ah. it was my grandmother's. Oh. Okay, it's a I'm ready. Story. You want to hear it? <laughs> yeah, it, if it's quick, Carolyn, and okay. then there's something redemptive at the end. Go ahead, Carolyn. Yeah. Okay. Well, she was almost 11 months pregnant. Mm. Okay. Oh, and this was 74 okay. years ago. Wow. And they were talking about a C-section when she went into labor. The doctor had already told her, well, you go on seven whole months and we're going to do a C-section. Uh, but she did go into labor, finally. You mm. want to know how much he okay. weighed? Oh, how much did he weigh? <laughs> he weighed 14 pounds. Ah, Carolyn. <laughs> was this your dad? Carolyn, no, I think she said her she uncle. Said, oh, uncle, okay. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Carolyn? <laughs> what? Fourteen. Thank you so much for your 14. encouragement. I, I'm just, I just want to say, <laughs> thank you, Carolyn. I just want to say, Carolyn, I'm here for you. You are so amused right now. I feel like it's at my expense, oh, though. My I goodness. feel like you're just fourteen pounds. Man. That is not. That's a made-up number, as far as baby births are concerned. I've 14. seen things online, but I've never heard anyone. No, that's not. People gonna look up the, the biggest right. baby now. Okay. <laughs> Um, anyways, let's move on All right. to the next person. Let's go to <laughs> let's go to Mark and let's see. Let's go to Mark in Harrisburg. Hello, Mark. Hello. Hey. Hello. Let me uh, get off the road here and uh -oh. uh, my speakerphone. Okay. Okay. Here I go right here. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. This is an entirely different topic. Okay. Good. Okay. All right. Sure. Yes. Okay. Um. I've been having some um, spiritual distress about, you know, the state of things in the country and, mm -hmm. and the church and whatnot, you know? Okay. And I've been noticing a, a rising tide 
of people exercising huge discernment. And this show is part of that. I only get to catch, usually, I only get to catch just a short section of this when I'm on my, uh, on my way back from work mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. on Thursday. Okay. Because uh, I work on the road generally. Okay. okay. And I don't have any stations, uh, any uh, AFR stations out there, right? Okay. And um, there is a uh, body of understanding out there which suggests that the coming revival is going to be coming from the black church in America. I've heard mm. that before. And the the guidance is is, is not that difficult, right? Um, not it's not like a God chooses chocolate over vanilla thing. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. it's like um, the the church derived from Europe has been so steeped in Greek rationalism hmm. that it has become something of an idolatry, hmm. right? Hmm. Um, but those who are derived from Africa and Asia also, East Asia particularly, I mean, you, you think of uh, um, Watchman Nee, for example. Mm-hmm. Huge author, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm reminded of uh, your colleague, Abraham Hamilton III. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got stuff going on. Uh, Beverly Beatty, I don't know if you're familiar with her, but... I've been following her on YouTube. There's some huge discernment coming out of her. Mm-hmm. And these people are hearing from the Lord. Amen. And there is no substitute for that. So, so You can't figure this stuff out. So, so is, to, your, is your point that there's a lot of discernment happening, even in the midst of all of the, the chaos and things that we're seeing that the Lord is speaking? Is that, is that what you're... No. He's always been speaking. Okay, but so there are those who have ears to hear and a disposition mm. to listen. Okay, okay. And mm-hmm. having listened, they open their mouth mm-hmm. and let what they heard out. Amen. And oftentimes, they move their hands and feet and again let the Lord out. We yeah, have Mark- become. Yeah, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Finish your thought there, and then I'll, I'll just add my comments at the end here. We have become um, very comfortable in the idea of our salvation as an end. When Jesus prioritized seeking first his kingdom Mm -hmm. and his righteousness, Mm -hmm. and all these things will be added unto you, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, Mark, let me just let me say this, oh, because I, I, I think I, I want to make sure that I address one of the things that I think you started out in mentioning. And um and, and because I won't be able to tackle all of them because we still got some calls queued up. I would like to address the thing that you started out with uh, your expression of the church's involvement and talking about down ethnic and cultural lines. And I will tell you this. I think there is a moment and I don't know if I've if I have mentioned this. Uh, on on air before I know we talk about this a lot in in our uh, private circles Um, but I just I will say to your point here I think there is a lot that Christians who are black in America can do 
to be a part of revival in America and, and not just to be a part, but to initiate it. And I think we're at a place in this country where it will take Christians who are black saying, no, that's enough. This is a bridge too far. Mm -hmm. We're not doing this. We're not going to sit by and watch the church be ravaged. We're not going to sit by and watch the body of Christ be destroyed. Now, uh, people can parse that however they want and look at that however they want. But if you are checking what's happening in the culture, um, I, I doubt that you would disagree with me on that. There's, there's going to have to be, um, well, let me just stop there. Cause I, I, we, <laughs> I have some thoughts on this, but I have not, um, sufficiently kind of laid those out. And so I don't want to say anything that would be offensive here, but I do think that there's a role for Christians who are black in America to play. Amen. And I think it's a role that only they can play. Yeah. So anyway, where do we go next? Will the great. All right, let's go to Bob in Oklahoma. Hi, Bob. Well, hi. How are y'all? Good. Hello. It's so great. I, I had to tell you, um, I really do enjoy you guys. Uh, I, if anything good from this COVID thing has come out of this, it's me having to work home, work at home, and be at home so I can be here and hear you guys. Oh, uh, God bless you. Your show. I mean, it's just, I, I, every time I listen, I mean, I just crack up. You guys are wonderful. Mm, thank, <laughs> thank you. And Mika, uh, you've been catching a lot of flack, and so I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, lift you up and and just, I'm gonna say, okay, it's gonna be either tonight or tomorrow, and um, you're you're gonna be done with this, and and will, mm -hmm. man, I pity you because she is storing up all this good stuff. And when she goes to transition, you are going to catch it, bud. <laughs> man, where's John? No. Bring John back. I mean, Bob, man, I come need, on. I need some encouragement. Where's my brother John? Oh, now, Bob, Bob, you sound like you've been a part of some deliveries because you don't often hear men talking about transition and things like that. Oh, That's yeah. when... Okay, okay, yeah, you sound like you sound like a veteran. That's when it gets... That's when the rubber meets the road um, yeah. in the delivery I've process. I've been through a few. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We're going to all make it together, Bob. Thank you so thank much you, for Bob. praying for us and and thank you for your encouragement. I have to say um I appreciate that. You just you just make sure will the great that you have stored up John's man encouragement that you can draw from that. Mm. You're going to be okay. You're going to get through it. Let's try to squeeze in one more call. All right, let's go to Luke in Texas. Hi Luke. Hey, I just want to first off say my wife had both her both of our children just within days of whenever she was supposed there of the due date. So mm -hmm. okay. good luck to y'all. Um, Thank you. <laughs> real quick, I love y'all's show. Joy, I try and catch it every day when I don't catch it. I try and go back and listen to the podcast. Y'all encourage oh, me a lot. I love that. Want to throw in just real quick at the end. Um, I really think that with like transgenderism and things mm -hmm. that are heavier topics, not mm -hmm. really being covered today, but you know, heavier mm -hmm. topics. Mm -hmm. I think the church dropped the ball on that in going back to about the 50s um, and maybe even a little earlier than that. And I just want to throw the question in. I come from a more traditional Pentecostal Trinitarian um, mm -hmm. strain. And I've always wondered, especially within the past couple few years, why it is that so many people are so against, I would be too, a man wearing a skirt, but the church as a whole doesn't have so much, even conservative 
with a woman wearing pants. And I know that's mm. controversial, but I want to throw that out and say, <laughs> what's the difference Man, there? Luke. That's a, that's, a, that's a grenade at the end. <laughs> Thank you, Luke. Luke, just like, I just have this grenade. I want to pull the pin out. I know we're not going to be able to deal with it, but at least you'll see it over there on the floor. Um, right. <laughs> maybe we maybe we can have a conversation. That's a great question, Luke. Maybe we can have a conversation around that uh, at a later date when I'm on maternity leave. Until Monday. <laughs> oh, <all right. laughs> uh-huh. Just kidding. Lord willing. God bless.